where you can do all those things and so much more. Just grab a seat in the chair or the floor. Sit back, relax, recline. While she drops another casual line. You're tuned into Casually Molly with Molly and Boogie. Welcome back to the Casually Molly podcast, everybody. I am your host, Molly Ambergie. As you already know, or if you're just tuning in, we interview comedians, artists, entertainers, and just, you know, just about anybody that wants to casually join the podcast each and every other week. Uh, but today, I'm very excited. Uh, my new friend, comedian, give it up for Michael Anthony, our guest today. Thank you. Yes, the crowd goes wild. Crowd meeting uh, Chris and Monk and Jason. Thank you. <laughs> But uh, Mike, thanks so much for coming on. I appreciate your time. Appreciate you letting me come on. How y'all doing? Uh, we're doing pretty good. How's everybody in the back? Are we hanging in there? Yeah, we got the thumbs up. Okay, so we're doing pretty good. Good, <laughs> good. But uh, Mike, I was so excited to have you on. Um, I was almost about to tell you this when the parking lot, when we kind of embraced and hugged and said hello after seeing each other last week. And I first saw you perform at the Helium Comedy Club in St. Louis. Uh, for many of you who already know, uh, this podcast is based in St. Louis, uh, but we have people come on over from all over the country all the time. But I was so happy to see you. I know you've done some work in LA. Um, I know that you're from here in St. Peter's, Missouri, but it was cool to see the Helium album recording mm. and you were on yeah, yeah, the yeah, lineup. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, it was just really cool to watch you perform because you have such an amazing stage presence. I know that sounds oh, like a very you. cliche thank thank thing you. to say, but you really do. I had never seen you perform before and I was dying. It was the like in a good way. It was fantastic. I was about to say, how long have you been doing comedy? Uh, forever. 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 <laughs> I've been doing comedy forever. Just I just started doing it on stage probably about 11 years ago. I 11, like 12 years ago. So, I yeah, can tell. I've been, um, like you even brought it up. He was like, I feel like you're a theater kid. Don't take that as a wrong offense, but I mm -hmm. feel like, you know, and I did theater. Yeah. I, was, I just wasn't good at it. You know, so I would, I would go. Really? I was, uh, I, I did all right. I okay. did okay. I did, uh, uh, I would always uh, audition for roles. Like I went out for uh, Raising in the Sun and okay. I didn't get any of the parts. The director liked me. He was like, oh, we just need you. They're, at the end of the, 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 the story, there's going to be moving. We need you to move the boxes. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to be the best guy that's moving the boxes. <laughs> so when I come up and you see the boxes move, like I'm moving the boxes. I got to give them boom, move them. I just, I gave myself lines and they just like, they just let me just go with it. So serious raising the sun, but yeah, I was, I'm moving these boxes. I'm going to be the best box mover <laughs> ever. <laughs> I'm moving this boxes. That was it. That yeah. was it. But yeah, I had practiced for that role. I practiced everything, you know, wanted to be, you know, Walter, I didn't get the I didn't get the role, and but it was okay because I was working with the casting director that was in town at the time, uh, Carrie Hulk, and she ended up casting me. I know for, Carrie. You know Carrie? Yes. Yeah. I need to I need to pull up on her. She was the first one that gave me my first commercial. Get out of here. She gave me my first commercial. It was a hospital uh, commercial, uh, BJC or something like that. Some yes. hospital commercial and like like ten minutes worth of work and it got paid real good. I was like, oh, this is okay. All right, Carrie. All right, I see yeah. you. I see you, Carrie. I need, I need to holler at more casting directors, you know? So yeah. I took that hustle and I did that in uh, in LA and that's how I ended up getting on General Hospital. Yes, I saw. I was like, oh, he's got a soap opera listed on here. Which is crazy as a comic. It'd be like, you know, like my homegirl before she passed away, God rest her soul, Tina, it was like, 
you just need to get on a soap opera. I'm like, girl, ain't nobody be like, oh, he's super funny. You've seen him on MASH. You know what I'm saying? He's, oh, MASH is a comedy. you see him, he's going to be great. He's great on Perry Mason. He's really good. <laughs> the you young know, and the restless. You know, he's yeah. young and the restless. You know, he's on he's, these serious roles. Like, he's not Robin Williams. Robin Williams did Morgan Mindy before he did yeah. anything mad serious. So, you know, I was like, but, you know, just anything like Chris was talking about. Once you get a TV credit, once yeah. you get our credit, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm like, nigga, I could just been on Cops. And they were like, you're on TV now. <laughs> you know, it, it doesn't matter as long as you're on television, you know? Right. Yeah. I love that, you know, I love Carrie too. Because um, she does all the theater and things like that mm -hmm. in the scene. She runs the Tennessee Williams Festival. So I was a theater major. That's why I asked you about that. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. because I used to run a theater company for five years. And I wrote my own plays. And when you're casting people, a lot of times, you right. know, it's, you look for people like you, of course. but what's kind of nice about it, I love that you were like, oh, I kind of wasn't good at, because sometimes I feel like people who think they're really good at acting are like, oh, I'm fantastic. Of course, they're acting. established, yes. <laughs> they have many arts, the Juilliard, and they're like, this nigga's terrible, like, <laughs> fucking the worst. And it's usually when you do an audition, you think you bomb, that's when you book it. Yeah. That's totally when you book it. And I'm All like, oh time. man, you put too much in your head. And that was nothing like, I do like, doing plays but i really love doing comedy more because granted i know the jokes i'm going to do but each night is going to be different like yes. I, when i did get into certain plays and i was like we're going to do the exact same play and like, like running there's a there's a theater in branson and they doing uh they're doing um what's the uh noah they're, they're doing noah the okay. story of noah and they're going to be running from august all the way to december i'm like that poor cast yeah gonna be doing <coughs> i mean jesus will be back by the time you know <laughs> It's just, I don't know. I mean, I like doing plays, but I let me just, you know, can we just do two nights? That's why I like comedy, because I agree with you. It's the different, even though you're doing the same stuff, yeah, technically, yeah, yeah. it's a different vibe right. every night. So right. I, I'm wearing yeah. something different. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm wearing different clothes, you I, know? Trust me, I completely, I completely agree. Uh, and you've done some film stuff, haven't you? I have done a couple of film films. I was like, you know, obviously we had the soap opera, yeah, the yeah. soap opera credit, but, uh, I was laughing because you did, uh, I was laughing with you in the elevator. I was like, I just saw you share a clip that you were on. Oh, yeah, yeah, on... Usual Suspects. Yeah, tell yeah. me a little it bit about. A, it was Usual yeah. Suspects. It was, um, ah, oh, God, I remember it was one of those things that I just auditioned for. I was like, oh, whatever, you know. Why not? Let me get some money. <laughs> try, I'll try That's to get usually some, in Let me try industry. to get some paper. Let me try to get some paper. Yeah. And, you know, and. <laughs> And then at the time they were like, yeah, come on in. I went in and auditioned and it went cool and it went great. And then, you know, it was on ABC and it's kind of hard to catch things on ABC on like a rerun. And then when I saw that it was actually available on YouTube just recently, it came on, I mean, not YouTube, on Hulu. Yeah. Which is a better, I'm just like, but it was on, it was on Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> it was on Hulu. I was actually, you know, I was like, oh, he's, he's on a run the show on YouTube. Great. No, yeah. it was actually on Hulu. And I was like, oh, it was on Hulu. I didn't know it was available on Hulu. So yeah. And. It's one of those shows that run like it's a it's a Christmas episode. So like every year on Christmas <laughs> they run that episode. What? So people that's watching it and it was crazy because my aunt before she passed, I don't know why I'm bringing up all dead people that like we're just <laughs> resur I'm casually res resurrecting you know, on like, the casual. I'm just I'm just podcast. name dropping all the dead people I know. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? So my aunt, uh, she had saw the episode and she was like, oh, baby, you on TV, you on TV, and oh. then she was like. Cause you know I'm I'm a suspect of murder and rape, and so she was like, "Baby, you didn't do it." I'm like, "My name's not Alvin either." You know what I'm saying? So this is this is fake. This is fictional, Auntie. This is not real. <laughs> you know, this is not real. And then some people, even Max Price, he was like, oh, "I thought this was real." I'm like, you think I would put out? Oh, 
Throwback Thursday. Y'all remember when I was fucking suspected <laughs> of murder and rape? And here's the video. <laughs> Bro. Oh, yeah, why would I? I'm Crying not that thirsty for entertainment or attention. You can try and cancel yourself. Right. It's like, <laughs> let me advertise. The wrong shit. I mean, some people are like, you know, all publicity is good publicity. Not really. Uh, no. <laughs> not really. <laughs> not really. Not no, really. I just was like, well, I understand being in theater. I used yeah. to do stuff like that all the time where I even was a standardized patient in college okay. where I would reenact. But I never did. That's one thing I didn't do. I didn't audition for any of the reenactment stuff. So I have so yeah. much. Props to you. You right, didn't right, do right. it. Yeah, yeah, I didn't do it. I <laughs> you didn't, didn't do, do it. it, but you also did it. You tried something different. Right. And, you know, it exactly. was it was just cool to see that. But I, I love the story you were telling me where somebody was like, "Oh, you were on Snap," and you're like, "That wasn't the show." That wasn't <laughs> the show. Yeah, it wasn't snow. That was that was real life. <laughs> Snap right. is real. That's caught in which I still watch Snap. I do too. I still watch that. But Snap still goes hard. If I'm in a hotel, I'm on vacation i see jerry springer i'll turn that on too i just there's some bad tv i just it's like it's nice to from. see on jerry springer somebody having a meltdown that isn't me I'm that like, is somebody right. else is throwing the chair god they lost my <laughs> luggage oh this dude <laughs> okay i feel way better you know right. what I, mean? I don't even care about them socks no more you know so <laughs> but yeah it's, it, it was great and i didn't know and here's the thing i don't always read all the breakdowns mm -hmm. to know it was a reenactment show i thought it was just just come here and act type right. of thing. You're like a regular show or something like that. So I was like, yeah. And then went in, did the the day rate, and I met a couple other a couple actors on it. And it was real cool. It was a great experience. Some of those people that I'm actually, how often do you work with actors and you still be friends with them after the project? Right. You know what I'm saying? Very. It's kind of like when you graduate from high school, you're like, nah, I don't want to fucking see that person no more. <laughs> I mean, I'm already yeah. friends with them on Facebook. I don't need to see them ever again. But I'm still connecting with Parker and a couple other people in there. So yeah, it was definitely a good experience and. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I, like I said, and what's really cool about, this is why I love running a podcast is I meet people like you, even just in passing. Like mm -hmm. I officially got to really talk to you at the helium competition last week. But we also talked to the back door too. We did. Oh my God. That's a, oh, you, thank you for reminding me of that. I remember I loved your set then too. It was like, by the way, you had a great set. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Appreciate it. Oh my gosh. Well, did they ever turn the air conditioner on in that place? Oh, it was really warm that night. I was, God, oh, that's right. Cause you were please. walking by, I was like great set. And I was standing in front of the air yeah, you was blowing. You was blowing. And you didn't smell bad because you know people standing from the fan. The oh, mush yeah. comes off. And I'm like, oh, who is cooking bacon up in here? It was like they had the humidifier, and then people were like, "Is she really getting air from there?" I'm like, no. The the fan was in the back because yeah. Quentin Wilbert, who's a local comedian, he mm -hmm. was saying the same thing. He was like, "Miles, like, how are you getting any getting air?" I was like, "I swear well, it's here." I just well. like people were like, I. I think it was just because I drove from work, and I, I trust me, we were we were both a little warm that night. It's everybody good now, was, but it was <laughs> everybody was hot in that piece. I was like, oh, this is not fun. Yeah, <laughs> this is not fun. Like I think because you and I were a little bit more towards the end, and I think mm -hmm. that's when people were getting a little over like overheated. So yeah, it was yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. okay, right, right, right. So it was like great set. I right. know people were kind of like dying through both of our sets, but mm -hmm. it's okay. It was like, <laughs> I was like, it's funny. I'm, I'm not that funny. You're just sweating. You're just sweating. <laughs> You're like, sweating oh, from... I'm having the best time. Right, right. I'm, so. I'm sweating from the heat, yes. not from the laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> but I, I definitely could tell how seasoned you were in comedy. I feel like you have a really good grasp on your voice and mm. who you want to be as a comic. Because I used to sell drugs. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I did, but... You know, hey, <laughs> I've had I've had people on this podcast who've audience. also done that, so right. it's okay. You have Rick Ross on here, so <laughs> he hasn't responded to my Rick Ross. If you oh. want to be on the casually, please at the casually. No, I'm just Rose. kidding. But, 
Well, you know, honestly, we gotta get some hey, wings from. We gotta get some lemon pepper wings. So I'm down. That's, you know, get I was like, that sounds delicious. I haven't eaten dinner wings, yet. And, you know. Okay, so we're gonna just stop recording. We're gonna go get. <laughs> we'll get some wings go. and get Ross. Did you hear the newest news that he put out there? That no. he has like all these like over a hundred lavish cars, and he doesn't even have a driver's license. Get out of town. Does not even have a driver's license. Wow. Which is, I think, that's still cool because. I mean, you don't need a chauffeur. You need a chauffeur. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uber, you know, and why? There's no reason for you to even have a driver's license at that point. Oh, no. that's I, I do wish, like, that is something where somebody had asked me once. They were like, if you had, like, an exorbitant amount of wealth, I was like, well, I obviously would love to help people and mm -hmm. give back. But I also would like a chauffeur. And I can't complain. Yeah. I literally, well, you know, we have that drive from St. Peter's, Missouri. So we have, the, we <laughs> we have, have the, a drive. But <laughs> I think it's better for him not to have a license and have a drive because I would feel a way if I'm in Miami and I'm mm -hmm. at the light and I see Rick Ross pulls up next to me. I'm like, oh, really? Really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you pull up in a Maybach, but you're driving it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, all right, really? I'll be, no. Whatever. I love, well, so now I got to look this up. I, because uh, I loved comedians in cars getting coffee and I love seeing, and I love seeing like even, even on like, I think this is like aging me a little bit, but MTV Cribs where they would show all the stuff. Red, like, Red Man had the best one. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, man, he had okay, good. I feel together. better. He had to put the wires together. Oh, I watched what happened. Did you see Exhibit? Wasn't really getting money from that show? No. Well, what? It's, it's fuck him. It's about us. It's about me. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. We're like, sorry, Exhibit. You, we have to talk about Michael about, Anthony. Do, you, do, you th do your history about why Exhibit got broke. It's like, we'll have MTV. to do two episodes, and the next one's going to be about all the shows we watched and, and what, what happened. And what happened behind that show. <laughs> you know, I'll be really like, happened. Michael. Well, because you, well, speaking of behind the scenes, you also worked for TMZ, didn't I you? I did. I did work Let's for TMZ. Let's talk about that. Yeah, That's I worked cool. For, I worked for TMZ. I worked for them for like seven years. Up till right, like till the pandemic. Up yeah. till the pandemic, I was there for seven years, and um, I got the gig because I was working at the Improv, mm -hmm. Hollywood Improv on Melrose. Shameless brag, but anyway, working there and like a lot of the uh, there was nights, uh, there was night crew and day crew, and the night crew would always come to the club because celebrities would always come and sure. they would hang outside and they'd be like, "Is this such and such?" And they'd be like, "Oh, is that uh, oh, is that is that, I think that's uh, throw out a name." They'll be like. Oh, is that Jim Brewer? And I'm like, no, that's Neil Brennan. You know what I'm saying? They don't really know everyone's name. I'm like, you know, I, I know white people. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, that's not who that is. That's, it was like, oh, you're really good at this. You think you uh, you want to do this during the daytime? I was like, as long as I can do comedy at night. As long as I can do the daytime, I do my comedy at night. You know what I'm saying? And I remember I remember one time, I couldn't even do it at all because I would do auditions during the daytime. I would try to do auditions before I was on the show. I would do auditions during the daytime. And I had a, uh, I had a callback for Twix. You know, we want to get callbacks. Like, oh, yeah. callbacks for Twix? I fuck with Twix. You know what I'm saying? If yeah. I can get paid to eat Twix, I don't think I done made it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. I'm in the callback and I get a phone call from my then boss. He was like, we need you to get to Santa Monica for Kim K and the other Kardashians. I was like, man, fuck Kim K. Fuck, I'm trying to get these Twix money. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I, I had to go and go try to get uh, the Kardashians. And then I realized I couldn't do all this. But I was like, not going to lose sight of who I am or why I'm out here. So I still did comedy at night. So I still made sure I was doing my show. So yeah, yeah. I would, got them. So I came into doing the day crew. And then I guess they heard my voice or heard the jokes I was doing. And they would pitch your clips on the show for like whoever. Oh, we got this film of such and such. And then they couldn't really get down my cadence or the jokes I was telling. They were like, well, we just need him to bring him in here. And I think it was one of the, it was uh, my first week. I didn't think I was going to get anybody because, you know, they do the trial period. You have two weeks. Oh, okay. And I'm on, uh, see if you're shitty, if you can talk to people or whatever. In mm -hmm. my second week, first week was washed. I didn't know what was going on. I barely knew L.A. And they were like, you got to go to this spot. You got to hang out at this restaurant, blah, blah, blah. And nobody, 
you gotta know what Kate Winslet looks like that she's not on film, you know, and women are really super hard to identify, especially when they're not all dolled up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I know what fucking Justin Bieber looks like. I know what fucking, you know, <laughs> right. I know what Kim K looks like, you know, but yeah. certain people, he's like, um, Emily Blunt, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Right. Great actress, you know what I'm saying? Talk, some, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But I couldn't <laughs> recognize if she's leaving the dentist, you know what I'm saying? So, right. and that's the thing, I'm, le- I'm working the daytime, so I'm catching people going to the dentist, going to the gym, Whatever you're doing during the daytime, that's what you're doing. So, different beasts. The second week, didn't really get anybody. My last day of the second week, I'm like, fuck, I'm not going to get this job. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. And the, and what it was, I don't know. Yeah, it was pretty much just a, it's a, a G a week, $1,000 a week. So, mm-hmm. I was like, and you get paid every week. So, I'm like, oh, nice. Man. So, you, I'm yeah. like, and they were like, you want to do a job? I'm like, fuck yeah, I, I got to get these teeth looked at. You know, I'm <laughs> get health insurance. <laughs> right. You know, so I took the job, $1,000 uh, a week. And then um, my last like my last two hours on the clock um in beverly hills on bedford bedford is the main street where uh, all the doctors that do all the work michael jackson was uh-huh. there, the doctor everybody get their nose and everything together mm-hmm. and um i see this nice escalate pulling up about to hit the curb nice ass rims and you know me i'm a general nice person i'm like yo 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 about to hit the about to hit the curb yeah and uh, they corrected it and out comes the passenger billy bob thornton shut up so i'm like and he what? jumped out he's like oh, thanks bud i was like right on i was like oh fuck, this was billy bob thornton <laughs> walks in he walks in, does this thing, and his car. And usually, uh, when the driver, because he has a driver, I'm sure yeah. he has a license too. Man, but he has, all these the driver, chauffeurs. When they have a driver, they'll drop him off at a certain door and then pick him up at a different door. And they try to do the switcheroo, and you know, saying especially if there's a whole bunch of paps. Yeah. Paps is short for paparazzi. Right. That's the term. So paps, and they try to. I gotcha. They try to keep from having a gangbang, which is a whole bunch of different outlets. Uh huh. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So they mm-hmm. try to keep that from happening. And Billy Bob Thornton, he's, you know, he's been famous for a long time. He's oh, mad yeah. cool. He's cool. So his car just sat there the whole time. I'm like, bet, I got a shot. He was nice. He knows I'm nice. Niggas going to be on. What am I going to ask him? What am I going to ask <laughs> Billy Bob Thornton? I'm like, I'm going through all the movies I've seen him in. I'm Sling Blade. What the fuck am I going to talk about Sling Blade for? Blood in, blood out. What am I going to talk? Bad Santa. I'm like, what am I going to talk to Billy Bob Thornton about? And you come up, you got to come up with questions and ask him about shit. So I'm like, man, what is it I want to ask Billy Bob Thornton? And I was like, all right, he has tattoos. Let's talk about tattoos. And then um, he comes out. I was like, Billy, you know, good fan, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, yeah, man, uh, tattoos. What do you think about tattoos? And he was like, oh, think about tattoos. Everybody got tattoos. Even the fucking dentist has tattoos. And he was like, yeah, the tattoos used to mean something. Now, yeah. you know, everyone has a tattoo. And I was like, yeah, word. And then. I don't know where this came from, but I just know that it was the weekend of Valentine's Day. I know him and Angelina Jolie, once upon a time, when they were together, they used to rock each other's blood and their <laughs> necklace together. I, I, was I don't know why this came, this I don't yeah. know why it came up and I was like, yo, Billy, it's Valentine's Day, you're with your girl and she's on. Do you still go in or what are we doing? And he was like, oh, well, fuck, I've never been shy. And then, <laughs> then he answers the question, because, and he just answered the question. He was cool. He was like, he, he does a couple more jokes about that. And he gets in the car. And he says, and I'm a Cardinals fan because I had my St. Louis hat on. He was, and I didn't think that he's from Missouri. I mean, he's, he's from Missouri. Oh, he is? I oh, think I he's from no Springfield. Part of him and Brad Pitt on like on oh. some Springfield. They're from Missouri. Damn okay. it, St. Louis. We claim, we claim Brad Pitt. <laughs> we claim uh, Ham, John Ham. You know what I'm saying? We right. you know say Sterling K. Brown. I, I all y'all. Sterling K. Brown, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We, but, uh, and, um. So he, he's like, oh, you know, I'm a big Cardinals fan. Then he closed the door, and then, you know, they love the clip. 
they were like, I think they liked it because I was able to ask them something crass, but I was more diplomatic with my words. Yeah. Instead of like, oh, she's on her period. She's on the rack. And it was like something crass. I was like, she's on. He knew what the fuck I meant. Everybody yeah. knew what I meant. And he was like, and he answered, and they was like, we need to get him on here. And that's when I came on the show. And then I was, the first clip I got to pitch was my, sh I shot my own uh, Travis Barker. Oh, wow. And this is before he was with Courtney Kardashian, obviously. Yeah. And then, um, it was cool, and then then I just didn't. Then it was like we need you to come in for another day, and then my, my shift was uh Wednesday through Saturday, so I worked Saturday through Wednesday or Wednesday through. And there was like, yo, can you come in on another day? So I was like, let me just I'll just come in Monday through Wednesday, and then I'm off Thursday and Friday, and then I'll just start back in the field Saturday, and then Saturday through Sunday and through whatever. So yeah, that was my that was my uh, work week. So I'll go into the show, do the show for two hours, and then go in, out in the streets and try to interview folks. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my Billy Bob Thornton. I think Billy Bob, Billy Bob, shout out to Billy Bob Thornton. Thanks for helping me get my job, bro. Oh, I love, <laughs> All was, love. I love that you asked something simple, like something about his tattoos. Cause I feel like, and I run into this even just with my small podcast is that I'm like, oh, it's well, a big podcast. It's a big podcast. Everybody. Very big. <laughs> it's moderately big. That's why I put the name out. Let's see Monk's on the fucking, look at that. I know, Monk's the best. Is it a timer or is he doing it on just like off the strength of his fucking I don't, swag? Don't you have like a click? You can just nod. Yeah, you just put your, yeah. Fuck that. He's, I feel <laughs> it in my soul. Just like putting seasoning. I just, I've cooked from the soul. He's cooking this up. Chef. We know? have a very good, cohesive, and yeah. they, I mean, shout out to Midcoast Media. We'll just do a quick plug for them plug for a second. But I need to get a podcast It's here. very, like, everybody that works here is very cohesive. Like, I will just say something, and I'll, like, they will know. I think that, especially with Monk, he's worked with me long enough that mm -hmm. he'll hear me say something. He's like, and she's going to reference this. Done. So now it's like, you know, you've got great energy. He's like, I'm going to feed off of this really well. Very I good. know. Sorry if anybody else didn't have good energy and weren't <laughs> <laughs> Michael Anthony. Too bad. Too, too Don't take bad. melatonin before no. you come in here. <laughs> But yeah, I, like you said, I asked him a simple question. And yeah. But I feel like that actually is more appealing, to mm -hmm. be honest with you. Oh, but that's what I was saying with the podcast. It's like, you know, sometimes you kind of fall into the thing. It's like, well, how did you start comedy? Yeah, and, you know, yeah, yeah. like, what do you do to prepare before you go on stage? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. sometimes that's why I your website was great. But it, it's cool to see, like, even just like talking with people about something that they're passionate about. People love to see a personal side of somebody. Of course. So I'm like, yeah, like I'd love to see that clip with Billy Bob being yeah, yeah, like yeah. talking about tattoos. I'm like, I I, I actually kind of want to know his opinion yeah, on yeah, this yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and did he have sex with Angelina Jolie while she was on her period? Yeah. Right. It's do, like, do they have the towel? You know, right. you know what I'm saying? Do they what? <laughs> it's like what was happening? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I I completely get what you're saying on that for sure. Um, what I did want to ask you, you know, obviously I know you're from here. What, what I, you know, this might be a cliche question, but what prompted you between, you know, there's New York, Chicago, LA, what prompted you where you're like, LA is going to be the place for me, unless you have New York and Chicago on your resume as well. Carrie Hope. Carrie. Okay. Cause I was like, you know, I did that commercial and I was like, I need to be doing more of these, Yeah. you know, and I know if you want to just do strictly stand up, New York's definitely the place to go. And if you're like strapped for cash, you don't want to go too far. Chicago would be great to go, you know. And um, but I was like, I want to do more film and acting and TV, so I went to LA. Yeah. That was that was that was why. About to say. And how long were you in LA for? Ten years. Ten. Oh, so this is okay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. then you moved back here. Yeah, yeah. Just COVID. COVID. Yeah. <clears throat> My lease was up. Everything was shutting down. And even right now, I might even wait a little bit more because I just got a. Uh, 
I just talked to my partner that was on, that was who I was talking to right before you pulled up is mm -hmm. uh, uh, the store is actually going to have you have to show that you've been vaccinated. I so if you're I going to perform there. I am on their email list, and yeah, yeah. so because I went to see a show there when I was there right before mm -hmm. COVID and everything, and that's what they were saying. I was like, oh wow, yeah, okay, yeah. they're taking yeah. it serious, you know. And mm -hmm. he even he even had the he had. <laughs> Even, I'm not saying this day, but he had a bootleg fake uh, vaccination because he didn't get vaccinated until yeah. yesterday, and he got the Johnson the Johnson. His arm is still there; he's fine. <laughs> he'll, he'll be okay. But he uh, he had a fake uh, uh, vaccination card because he didn't get vaxxed. Oh wow! Just because he just didn't, you know. Mm -hmm. And I don't I don't know where you stand on getting vaccinated and don't get vaccination or you know thinking scammed in it. I mean I don't, I mean whatever. Get get, get just be. Be safe. Oh yeah. Just take care of yourself. I you happen know. to be vaccinated. I got Team Pfizer, so <laughs> braggadocious, right? Braggadocio over here, Team Pfizer, baby. But th there was, you know, and then you know, if 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 something is really preventing me to get a job, then of course, yeah. You know, and my father, I, he got his. He's fully vaccinated. Everybody around me is pretty much vaccinated, so I feel like I'm adjacent to being vaccinated sure. so you know i'm mean, like else, it's gonna be me next everyone yeah. else is mm -hmm. safe they're i'm fine you know mm -hmm. and i've always taken the precautions and you know if they i look at it just like a seatbelt. if people with masks and everything just fucking comply yeah just comply you know I what agree. i'm saying and the sooner that we get over the shit the sooner we can get back to doing you know unprotected sex you know what i'm saying we can right get back to goals the, the fact <laughs> things that we were back you know what i'm saying america would be all the way back you know what i'm saying randomly make out with a stranger that will, those are the things we need to get back to you know i what feel saying? like so. this is going to be a good campaign for <laughs> i am running for I'm, a, I'm gonna be running for mayor soon you oh know what my gosh. run back to the tape run back to the tape you know and it's going to be like Michael Billy, Anthony has the goals and priorities of St. Louis in check. I get I get Billy Bob Thornton and Kim Kardashian to endorse me. <laughs> By then, she's already been president. <laughs> so, right. <laughs> we'll be good. We'll I be love good. it. Oh, I love it. Oh, that's great. Oh, I definitely love that. Uh, but I, like I said, it's great that you, in a sense, moved back. Then I got to meet you. Obviously, yeah. priorities. But I was about to say, how does it feel being back? You're doing a lot of shows. I know you've got, um, you've been doing work over at Helium Comedy Club St. Louis, also the Funny Bone St. Louis and Westport. Um, I know you've got some stuff over at Backdoor Comedy coming up, and then you've also been doing a lot of independent comedy here. Mm -hmm. You know, you have your family here and things like that. Like, how does it feel? Like, are they able to come to see your shows? Yeah, it, feel, like it feels great. I mean, like I did the show, I did the weekend, and it's even, it's even really dope. It's like, like, good friend of mine uh josh adam myers he was in town and he worked uh the funny bone yeah. and like it's always dope when i get to see somebody from that i met in la to come back in st louis and i work with them so it was like it was like meant to because some people are like oh man i went out to move somewhere and it was like didn't work out or you know what yeah. i'm saying it just shows that you know i was out there for a reason you know what i'm saying just like anytime when dl hughley comes into town i'm working with him because i got a really a com we know we got close i got dl on, on payphone i could call him right now on my cell phone so we get right. people see what i'm saying again that's but, gonna be our next segment yeah <laughs> exactly so yeah like just seeing any of those guys that come back and i'll be like yo let me get a guest spot like no nah, fuck that i want you to feature and actually give me work work which is always dope dope and it's, it's good that you know because when i left 10 years ago there was there was like only one club and Barely, barely one or two, because the comedy form was kind of folding. I don't know how long you've been doing comedy. You remember comedy form? So I don't. Okay. I don't. So I've there been was doing a comedy, comedy for form. Like five years. So okay, just keep gotcha, that in mind. gotcha. Yeah. And mm -hmm. then, then, then there was a spot uh, at uh, downtown. It was either Last One Landing, or it was uh, it was either Last One Landing or uh, fuck, I can't remember. 
but it was it was the same club, but it was just different. It's by been different a minute. Years. Yeah, That's yeah, okay. yeah. But <laughs> but then at that point, it was like early back in the fucking eighties, where if you work this club, you can't work them clubs. Yeah. It was kind of like that. Whereas and now, like nigga, we got three comedy clubs, and now, you know, luckily, you know, grace of God, Funny Bone's gonna open up another one in St. Charles. Charles. So we want like four <laughs> fucking clubs, yeah. and then you know we got. I mean, the comedy scene's way better. Um, Chris had mentioned Rafe. Like I started doing a sketch comedy with him. Oh, so I we love got, Rafe. We, He's been on this podcast. So yeah, we yeah. and uh, mm-hmm. I've joined his sketch group. So we got nice. we got a couple shows coming up too. And like, there's no sketch stuff like that. When I left, there was nothing like that. Mm-hmm. So let alone barely any comedy clubs. So just to come back and seeing that the this our city's thriving. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 it's, it's popping. I mean, I just like the scene. It's getting way way better. I mean, I'm just happy. I mean, the roads are still fucked up, but we got a Ferris wheel. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I'm like, there's just like we have an aquarium. We yeah. have a huge aquarium <laughs> yeah. in the forest park. I mean, like we're just fixing all the other shit and just other shit we're just not fixing. We buying new stuff, but we're not fixing the old oh, shit. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? No. There's still like I didn't know the Grove. The Grove was there. I went and saw mm-hmm. Buster Rhymes there, and the, like yes, there was like like more mixed relationship. It was I thought I called a couple gay people. I was like, okay, St. Louis. Okay, yeah, exactly. Okay. I was like, this is dope. Welcome this back, is, baby. It was, yeah, it was definitely. <laughs> I mean, I had to get over the 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 the, uh, the weather. Oh. Nigga got down to six degrees. Six degrees. Six. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One digit. And, and then tomorrow it was like 76. I'm like, yeah. this is stupid. This is so <laughs> stupid. So I keep a shovel and shorts in my car just for any okay i'm That's ready for anything to say. you I'm probably ready for have like different outfit changes just i had so a, i had an umbrella that i've never used until i came back to st louis you know uh, you use an umbrella in la for like photo shoots you, right. say you don't use an mm-hmm. umbrella for anything you do an umbrella for lights That's yeah. it. it. it's just a crazy thing to think about you know a lot of people i've had on because i'm not originally from st louis um, oh you're better than us oh yeah absolutely no i'm just kidding like, no, Cincinnati, Ohio. So you know, not okay. very much of it. Not very much of a difference. Ohio uh, player. I, you know. I see you. Both there, I know everybody's like, you know, Molly you came know, into St. Cat Louis. Cat Williams. What? Cat Williams from Cincinnati. I wish I knew him. Yeah, oh. <laughs> but I don't know him personally. But I, uh, I didn't realize he was from Cincinnati though. Yeah. So. Oh wow. Yeah, he's from okay. Cincinnati. Yep. So. You know, I know Nellie's from here, so that's everyone funny. knows. He's Everybody's from here. that. That was the first thing I got told when I came to St. Louis when I first moved back here. People were like. You know Nelly is from here. And did you know Nelly? And by the way, did you know Nelly is from here? What about Nelly? I'm like, I grew up listening to Nelly. Right. I'm from the Lou and I'm proud. I know who he is. Right, right. So, uh, yeah, if you ever visit St. Louis, uh, just expect that somebody's going to ask you if you may or may not know Nelly. They um, were, right. <laughs> and he's like the go to, like, there was like no Chuck Berry, like no one else. Everyone yeah. it ends and starts with just Nelly. Like when Josh was in town, I was like, Oh, let's go down to Arch. Can you play some Nelly while we're going down? I'm like, no, I'm playing Chingy right there. You need, I'm like, you know what I'm saying? I'm playing Tipsy. We have a lot of other rappers. Granted, they didn't have, they didn't go Diamond. They didn't perform with Tight Ass Pants, Britney Spears. They weren't at the Rams, you know what I'm saying? But we've had other, we had several rappers with one song that was good. That one song was good, you know. Chingy had a summer, he had two summers, you know what I'm saying? So. Oh, I loved, I used to have a little iPod Nano and Chingy was one of the yourself. songs that I like, <laughs> that nano. I listened to. I remember I was just like, right there, right there. <laughs> like, loud, Meet like, me at the holiday. The end. Yeah. <laughs> I had all these songs. Oh my God. I, uh, you remember Pretty Willie? 
<laughs> what? Pretty no. Willy, pretty Willy Soella. <laughs> Chris has his thumbs up. He's like, thank you. Oh, there was a rep. He remember because him and Nelly was funky because one of them had ride with me, another one had roll with me. Oh, get out! Yeah, okay. yeah. You tell them to get out. He was you riding the same song. He was like, I'm rapping to the bitch. No, you rapping to the bitch. I'm rapping to the bitch. I got a song called Ride with Me. No, I got a song called Roll with Me. I'm like, okay, we're both from. We can all ride and roll with you. We can it's both fine. ride and roll to the bank together. Why we gotta be just one? You know, it's so. like we all want the same goal. We want to make some money. Right. What the hook gonna be? Uh oh. <laughs> How many old going to be? You know, so. Oh, wow. I love it. No, I definitely have dated myself a few minutes in this podcast a few times, so that's all right. Um, but what I will, you mentioned something about, you know, uh, the Rams and whatnot. I saw that you wrote some songs that oh, were yeah, for yeah. the Cardinals Back and the when, Rams. Yeah, yeah. Tell we us had, a little uh, bit about that. Well, I was in a group before I started doing comedy. I was uh, I was in a group, KRT Nights at the Roundtable. I, was, uh, I thought I was a rapper. I thought I was rapping with a couple of guys, and we had a lot of good fun. We had a... Uh, we had um, um, there it is right there, right? Mike Jones, Monk is on that sheet. <laughs> you go there, and you can see some old throwback clips from the uh, Usual Suspects and some of me rapping on uh, the KRT joints. But uh, we did a lot of things with that group and live music, and we became uh, we got we did a we did a we wrote a um, we wrote a jingle, okay. a commercial for Slackers, you know Slackers yes. video game. So we got a, a Addy Award for writing that commercial. And we wrote "Meet Me Up" and "Slackers for Games and CDs." Meet Me Up and Slackers. So we did that song. That song got like so many plays and like they got so much revenue for it. They sent us an award because it was like I guess even commercials get awards. There's award shows. There's award for shows for every everything. Thing. Yeah. So we got got an award, Addy Award for that. And then uh, at the time, one of the guys in the group, his brother worked at uh, at uh, the news, uh, St. Louis News Station, SDL News, yeah. news Station. And he was in with sports with the uh, with um, the Cardinals and the Rams. They were like, "Oh, that's your brother and them. They did that song. Oh, can they make us?" So like the first opening seasons when the Rams were played, they would come out to the field on our song, and we wrote a song for them. The same thing for the Cardinals, which helped because what? the Cardinals actually won. And the Rams was like, "Oh, we're not winning." I was like, "Oh well, don't say, hey, we we're just rapping. We're not throwing you the passes. You know what I'm saying? We right. you know we ain't making you drink the water. We're just trying to show you where the, the pond's at. You know right. so." Don't blame that. So yeah, we did that, and I was like, "Oh man, what else can we do?" And we was like, I took just like the same hustle mentality of like someone like Fifty Cent or everybody else. I was like, "All right, we're doing music, so we need to be in every aspect as of putting our music in everywhere. We could start doing ringtones, and we start doing other things. And we actually, uh, we actually did a, a seven movie deal with this uh, porn company, DVSX, in LA. Uh, seven, yeah, it was. A mo we had a, like our first album. We had a uh, few uh, freaky songs on there. It was actually sex songs, and one song was in particular was called "Freak Nasty," and they were like, "Yo, we love this song. Okay. Can we use the song? And can we use the title? And can we name it?" So we got seven movies named "Freak Nasty," which <laughs> featured KRT as a score. So we got people just. Hey. With, with our music in the background, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, you know, and and then years later, I moved to LA and I see some of the actors from the from Freak Nasty, and I'm like, yo, uh, I'm you know I'm, I'm Doughboy from uh, I'm the background yeah, music. Yeah, they was like, oh, I love Freak Nasty. I was like, yeah, man, you you know we helped each other out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So. <laughs> It was just, yeah, it was just really, it was just really funny, you know, you know, it, it was really fun, you know, they were like, oh man, I never thought I would have music where people just smash it to, you know, so. And here we are. And here we are, <laughs> and here we are, so yeah, I was like, yeah, that was fun, so yeah, we did that music for 
the company we did music for the Rams, uh, Cardinals. We did uh, Slackers, and yeah, we had a we had a bunch of rap stuff, man. It was mm -hmm. fun. We even had beef. We had rap beef with other performers. This one group, I ain't gonna say their name because I ain't gonna give no plug because this is a big ass podcast. I ain't trying to blow them up. F them punks, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and they were uh, they had a hookup at the pageant, and they were like, yo. We're gonna have y'all perform at the pageant, and they never let us perform at the pageant, <gasps> which was fine. I was like, okay, whatever. We had a couple songs. We were supposed to do some songs together. They would back out on our songs, and I was like, all right. And then we had stickers. We put stickers up, you know, promote, you know, everybody put their stickers up. Found out and heard that they were ripping our stickers off the wall. I'm like, nigga, bad form. So I was like, all right. Yeah. So we was like, yo, just like we took in that Eminem 50 Cent approach, we started making diss songs. We may start diss radio. We made videos. We did everything. We went in and started talking trash on them so hard and it was fun and then like years later i'm performing at the pageant yeah you are adam, adam <laughs> uh adam ray and adam divine i go i uh, fly back from uh, la to st louis to perform i came home just to perform at the pageant and I did jokes talking about how I was rapping with KRT. So I was like, nigga, I got the last laugh. Boom, bitches. Oh, you know I love saying? that story. So, yeah, that was, that was dope. So, yeah. And it was crazy performing at the pageant because, like, pageant's really nice. Oh, yeah. I went to the pageant on a day. This chick took me there, and we went to go see The Roots. Mm -hmm. But anyway, uh, <laughs> we just chilling, and um, I'm backstage. I'm already happy. I'm geeked up. I'm, in, I'm at home. I'm eating emos. I'm about to perform at the pageant. This is what's oh, up. Oh, wow. You're really having a St. Louis night. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, maybe I just blend them together. You know yep. what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm backstage, and um, it's Adam's show because he's about, he's about to shoot his special. And uh, they asked Adam, like, hey, the show starts at uh, 8 o'clock. We have 800. What do you want? Do you want to wait? And I'm like, 800 people? Wait for fucking what? Showing up, waited 30 more minutes, 200 more people showed up, and it was a thousand people. I'm like, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. So I was like, yo, you know, and that was the first time. I think that's got to be the biggest crowd I ever performed in front of. Yeah. A thousand folks. What yeah. a what a cool experience. Yeah, it though. was pretty dope. Like I said, all love to Adam Ray, Adam Devine, definitely good dudes. Mm -hmm. And I think that all because I worked at the improv. And I like worked at the improv, and um, like Russell Peters, he like, I would be working at the ticket booth, and he was like, am I come? And I was always trying to keep a nice shirt just in case they would have me go on stage. And I remember one time I was trying to get on Skylar Stone show. It's a really popular show in LA. Like most shows in yeah. LA, all the shows you want to be on because they're all showcase. I think I follow time. him on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. He's been. He was in waiting. He was in a couple other movies yeah. and stuff. He had a show on uh, Comedy Central. And um, every show he, every lineup he has, it's a who's who on there. He had Marlon yeah. Wayans on there, and he always had Dan Cook. He would have Russ Peters. He was at Whitley Cummins. He'd be every Sarah. So, I mean, mm -hmm. the list goes on to all the people that he would have on the show. So I'm like, he's from St. Louis. He's definitely gonna put me on his show. Like, no, he didn't just put me on there. The day I finally get booked to do a show, I'm off work. Rita calls me in, Mikey, it's going to be really busy tonight. I need you to come in. And I've been drinking Grey Goose fucking since 8, 8 a.m. So I've been drunk. I come in, I'm drunk, and then I'm upset. And then uh, they go, I, I'm, I'm about to go out and wristbanding people. I'm getting sick. And then like, yo, we still get to perform. And I was like, fuck, I got to perform too. So I went to the bathroom, threw up mom spaghetti. And then I go, <laughs> and then I'm wristbanding everybody, telling them two out of minimum. So I'm already over it. I'm kind of mad and pissy about it. I go up and perform in my work clothes. It says improv. The nigga that just gave you a wristband say two out of minimum. And I go up and I just do one of the best sets ever. Because the whole, you know, when you perform, you got the curtain behind the curtain. Who's yeah. here? Who's here? And they're like, 
none of that charade, none of that, all that was out the window. I'm like, yeah, I'm the same motherfucker that you just saw. And I just gripped it and that Adam Devine saw me, Russell, everybody saw me and was like, yo, you fucking murdered that shit. And I yes. was like, thank you. Now I'm gonna go, <laughs> now go back and start sweeping up. It's like, well, now I'm gonna go back to this back other Back to reality. It was like literally, literally eight miles after he just beat Papa Doc, he's like, I'm gonna go back to the stamp and play. I'm gonna go back and go back to work, which kept me humble. But you know, it was definitely one of those moments like, yeah, I'm, I'm in the right spot. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I did Fergie. I carded Fergie one time. Shut up. Working at, really? the, working at the improv. And it was like, Mike, you just card. Because she was there with, uh, at the time with Josh Dumel. And I recognized him, but I didn't know. I forgot there were a thing. This was before when I was in TMZ, when I was in everybody's business, knowing yeah. who dating who. So I didn't really give a fuck. Uh, they come. It was Sunday. And she wasn't looking Fergalicious. She was looking like whatever her real name is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> on a Sunday, she came in. And I was like, Mike, you know, you just fuck, you just called a Fergie. Well, I was like, well, she's over 21. So it's fine. Make she's sure, she, make sure she, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, you know, she ruined Black Eyed Peas. I'm just playing. Yeah. Not really, but. <laughs> it's like, he's got some feelings about this. I can tell. I feel like this has really been riding on Mike Anthony's. I had to get that out. Shout out Josh Adamash. He really feels the same. Yeah. Here you go. That's, and that's why you guys work together. Yeah, well. he was working. He was like, he had, a, he had like a 10 minute bit talking about how Fergie ruined the Black Eyed Peas. Shut up. And people got upset with him. I was oh. like, really? <laughs> what? <laughs> you think that she made them better? <laughs> oh, no, you don't know hip hop. Oh, my gosh. I uh, I love when people get upset about weird things like that, where people have, like, such passions about certain things. Oh, and you're yeah. just like, this is all jokes, guys. Right. It's just jokes. <laughs> How do you handle your hecklers? Do you get so, heckled ever? You know, so JC Sabala, okay. who's a local comedian here in St. Louis as well, um, he and I had a discussion about hecklers. And he is like... I feel like he is like, at least from what I've seen, the king at handling them really well. And so we went through stories like that. I, when I have hecklers, I haven't had, I will say I'm very lucky in the sense that people are usually like, oh, we can't, we can't heckle Molly. Like mm -hmm. she's too nice. Like we, yeah, 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 we yeah. like her. Like I, I will say, I don't really get messed with a lot, but I do, I did have a couple of guys on occasion. There was one guy I was doing a bit about plan B. Okay. And he was already a little drunk. I think he felt like he needed to impress his friends. And he was like, your boyfriend is a piece of shit. I would never buy my woman plan B or whatever. And so I just was like, oh, guys, I love that this guy is sharing his expense report with me. You know, <laughs> like I care. Yeah, anyway, right. back to the set. And exactly. then I like exactly. moved back. Exactly. You know, I feel like sometimes people will be like, you know, it, it's so... Yes, like sometimes you want to be like, fuck you, right, like right, you're right, awful. Right. Like, but sometimes you have to, in my real life anyway, it's just like what you said, sometimes you have to go back to reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in customer service. I have All to deal time. with right. people who heckle me on a regular basis. Right. So when I'm at the club, I'm so happy to be doing comedy. I'm like, you want to yell at me? You want to? And then, and then the weirdest part about it is the hecklers I've had have asked me out afterwards. They're like, by the way, you were great. Do you want to go out sometime? Yeah, I'm it's like, just what? like the kid, it's just like, you know, as a kid, like, you know, they talk about kids, you know, the kids that push you down in the sandbox, he really wants to go out with you. He yeah. really, he really like, he wants, <laughs> he wants to share his push pop with you. You know what I'm saying? He wants to, he wants to go steady. And that guy wanted to share that. a push pop for yeah. some <laughs> other things. <laughs> push, <laughs> different push pop, right, different rings. So who did, did you, uh, who, uh, so do you start going to the Funny Bone? Was that your first spot? So actually in Cincinnati, I started producing, I was running a theater company. So you start comedy in Cincinnati. In St. Louis, yeah, in oh, Cincinnati. And then I really hit the pavement here in St. Louis. Okay. Um, and my first open mic here was actually at the Improv Shop. 
And Word. yeah, it was really so Bobby J. Cox, okay. who's an amazing comedian. Yeah, 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 yeah. They you know how they go through the list and he and Rafe really try to be what I love about them is they always try to be so supportive of everybody. So they're like, is it your first time? Yeah, is yeah, there, yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. As they're hosting? Yeah. Like, they're like, you know, he saw all this. And then when they went through the, when Bobby went through the list, mm -hmm. I, he, we talked, he's been on my podcast too. And we talked about it. He didn't say my name. So I had this panic attack being new to comedy. I was like, oh my God. Like, what, did I just bring not. bring you on the stage? He didn't say your name? Oh, this was just, they read the list prior oh, to like who, gotcha, just to make sure gotcha. that people are there okay. yeah, and yeah, know yeah, what's oh, going on. Right, right, right. So because I'm so new, even though like in theater, I, you know, you have a stage manager, you have this. So I didn't really understand how the comedy world worked and I didn't understand how the improv shop worked. Right. And so I was like, hi, I'm Molly. Um, did I just not make the cut for the open mic? <laughs> And Bobby was like, I'm so sorry. I can't. So, but yeah, now, nowadays, you know, you can just walk in, you sign up and mm -hmm. it, you know, it's a little bit of a different story, but yeah. I, I love it. I love comedy, which back to you, mm -hmm. I was like, I feel like Mike's interviewing me a little bit. And I, I want to throw a couple yeah. questions in there and be like, <laughs> I'm just not that vain, but I'm like, you know, yeah. whatever. Molly's wrapping up about talking about me at the funny bone. Yeah. We're so, talking about you at the funny bone at the now. Open mic, so yeah, it was, it was no, great. I think it. like for me, uh, like my first few experiences, what I want to say what was one of the shows that made you feel like you knew you could do this? Uh, that's actually be my question for you too. Because I, 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 I already have my answer. Well, let's take. I want it. So this is about you. Okay, I'm but I want your you. answer first because I asked you. Yeah. You asked me first. I asked okay. you first. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. Okay, the first time I felt like I wanted to do not wanted to, but knew that. But oh, I knew I can. that I wanted to. Yes. There was a show that I was doing. It was 90 degrees outside. Like it Jesus. was, it was like right now. Yeah. Okay. Like I remember I was first doing comedy, St. Louis summer. And you know what it is. Like I was so happy to even get like the five minutes or the 10 minutes to do a set. Like house of comedy laughs on the landing. That's the name of the club. I'm sorry. That, that was back, back. That was the call back 20 <laughs> minutes ago. That was the name of the club. <laughs> I was a house of comedy or it was laughs on landing. See, I've heard of laughs on landing though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just didn't know how, but see, now I know. That was so the other club that's no longer there. And I'm sorry to interrupt oh, your answer. Oh no, all I <laughs> I'm was such saying. such an asshole. <laughs> so sorry. I already had a performance background. No, you're not an asshole at all. Um, and then that's why I loved comedy was cause I always did comedic acting. And then I was like, oh, you know what? Maybe I should do stand up. Okay. I felt like all the women I was watching doing stand up. I was like, I love these people. Yeah, I yeah, like yeah. these people. Right, right. I want to, I want to try this out. But yeah, long story short, I remember I was so hot. I remember I sweat through everything. And it was one of the best sets I'd ever done. Were you sweating profusely? Oh, yeah. Pit stains? I, I mean, I will say I had makeup on, so the pictures ended up, but I had a white, like a white button-up blouse that I was obsessed with. Okay. And it looked like Perspiration. I, oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. I, luckily, I would keep it all in, but like, you can't, like I said, you can't tell in the picture, but I look at that picture sometimes and I'm like, wow. I sweat my ass off, yeah. but I did it for 10 minutes for comedy. I must really fucking love this, yeah. and I am sticking with there it. You go. And then Hell I was yeah. like, and now I just feel, I feel so comfortable doing it. Now like, you don't even sweat anymore. Yeah, no, literally, well, except probably right now, but <laughs> I, <laughs> but uh, under all these stage lights, but yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah. I, I love it. Like even, even if you, which does happen, even if you do bomb or something, I used I've to never let, had a bomb. Yeah. I'm just playing. Yeah. My, Mike Anthony, everybody. Never bombed. Just, Which you means know. when I do, it's going to be terrible. I'll probably murder myself. Oh, I used to get so sad. I'd be so hard on myself. And now if it happens, I'm like, well, that didn't work out. Yeah, yeah. Let's go back to the drawing. Right. But yeah. I feel like if you're not bombing, you're not trying hard enough. Agreed. You know, Agreed. and, and, and uh, what they say, a light kill is worse than a, a hard bomb. Yeah. 
So there you go. But now Philosophy. I shared my story about me sweating profusely. Uh, I need to know what happened to you because I'm sure it's going to be much more glamorous. No, it's not going to be glamorous <laughs> at all. I think one of the uh, one of the because going to the Funny Bone, like I said, uh, the other clubs were kind of folding, and and Funny Bone is and was the club that you want to be performing at. Agreed. And you know, and at the open mics, open mics was like the thing. There were like 200 people, regular civilians coming to watch comedy. On a Tuesday night, they paid five dollars. You're about to perform for five minutes, and it's a, it's a thing. There's not like I said, there wasn't no many clubs, so the scene is there on that Tuesday. So night, I mean Wednesday, I mean Tuesday after Tuesday, you go there and try to get up on the list. Sometimes you don't get on the list. I didn't get on the list one time because I wore shorts. I didn't know you're not supposed to wear yeah, shorts, no on, shorts stage. on stage. Mm -hmm. And you know, I didn't get on. I was like, oh fuck, it's because I'm black. It's because I'm black, and I got no. It's because your black ass got shorts on. <laughs> and it was like, okay, so <laughs> I I realized, okay, these are some unwritten rules of comedy. Okay. And then I'm like, all right. And then one time, and then you know, at this time, you had a lot of great comics in town, mm -hmm. and um, I remember I had two, I had a spot. And I got bumped. I got bumped by Nikki Glazer. So I had to follow Nikki. And I would either have to follow Nikki Glazer, Greg Warren, or Tommy John again. All three very funny, very established professional comedians, mm -hmm. you know. And I would follow all three of them and be like, oh, I got this. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, okay, I got this. I could do this. And then Nikki was saying, like, you're fucking funny. You know, and, and just to, to get the nad, like, Good job. I mean, yeah, you were fucking, hey, good sh Or here's a tag. That you should, oh, you know what you could say? You could say this. And then just to get that. And then I see Nikki in L.A. And she um, blew up. She got in her show. And so, yeah. you know, we've always been really cool with each other. And then to see her now, she's back in town. And for us to just keep on, you know, rocking. And same thing with Greg. And even when I saw Tommy John again out there, he was like, yo, you know. And for me to able to follow these people on stage, I was like, all right, I got, I'm working with something. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, not to be on some, nigga, I got this. Because there's there's times where, you you know, I've seen, when I'm working at the improv, I would see people, like, just randomly, all right, Seinfeld just showed up. You were going to remember the guy that had to follow Seinfeld. Mm -hmm. My good friend, Ken Gar, just uh, two weeks ago, he had to follow Bill, Bill Burr. Mm -hmm. He was like, you know, the the uh, the egotistical enough. was like, man, put me up right before Bill Burr. I want him to see my set. Cause I want him to see my set. He's like, "Oh, kid, you're so funny. You you're, you're going places with me." First of all, it's not going to fucking happen. And no. Bill don't talk like a fucking comedian from 1920s. You know right. what I'm saying? So <laughs> you know he's not going to do that. But Bill had shit to do, and he was like, "Yo, put me up first. So he bumped my boy Ken. Ken was so confident in doing his shit, and he murdered. Of course, you established the elephant in the room. Fucking Bill Burr was here. Give it up. Blah blah blah. And then he gets into his bit and does his routine, and it was flawless. Mm -hmm. And whereas in a time before that, he would have been getting in his head. Oh, I'm defeated. I'm not that good of a comic. Blah 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 blah. But he murdered that shit. Went home and cried, because that was one of those moments. That was one of those wins. And then when people, you know, big shows like that, they get right up in the uh, the articles or or some kind of column. And there was like one of my best parts of the night was watching Bill Kengar having to follow Bill Burr, and I was like, that's dope. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because those are the those are the wins. That's the win. That's better than Bill saying, hey, you're going places with me. I Granted, agree. you would love to go on the road with fucking Bill. Not right. Who would it? Yeah. <laughs> Bill Burr, take Ken Gar on the road with you. You know what I'm saying? But we'll those just are the do moments. at Bill Burr. Yeah, but yeah, at Bill Burr. But yeah, out. those are the moments where you actually can follow people. You know what I'm saying? There's been plenty of times where I've seen 
just things like just working at Empire. Like before Louis had that terrible masturbation accident, he was at the uh, this like 2013, mm-hmm. 2013. Okay. So Kevin Hart's not where Kevin Hart, but he's still Kevin Hart. He's still right. a thing. And that time they were both was rent by uh, Dave uh, Becky at the time, and um, it was a show that was a host, Kevin Hart, and then Louis C.K. And Louis was working on his special that he's about to drop that following year or whatever. So he has his legal notepad and everything. Louis's there. And um, the host is up. Kevin didn't show up. Louis's on stage. Kevin shows up. They didn't let Kevin Hart go up. And I was like, just to be, you know, just watching this happen. I'm like the show, and he's the headliner. Kevin didn't show up on time. So me, like, they didn't let Kevin Hart go up. So anytime when my punk ass have a show, I'm there when staff shows up. <laughs> Yo, I'm there. What time does the show start? Eight o'clock. I'll be there at seven. I'll be there at eight. I'll be there at six o'clock. I'll be there. You need you me to camp s- out. You know, I'm actually you know gonna spend the night. I'll be, actually, right, yeah. I'll be there. I'm there hella early. I'm there hella early. Even if if I feel like I'm there, I'll sit in the parking lot and then you know I'm. If you're if you're early, you're late. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, yo, I'm just trying. I mean, if you're on time, you're late. Yeah. You know and what I'm when you're late, it's unacceptable. But exactly. That was a theater thing we always did. So, yeah. yeah and mm-hmm. theater background. Yeah. Oh, trust me. I get made fun of a lot by not my like other comedians, but there are people who are like, Molly, you always like to be there. I'm like, even when the room is empty, I just like to sit in the room, yeah. just get my bearings together. So I can relate to that right. just because especially... I feel like a lot of things that I, I've gotten hired for, whether it being in comedy or theater, and I think you can relate to this with your background as well, have been like with professionalism. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, you're very talented, but it oh, doesn't. Thank well, you. no, but it's true. And I say that, like, that's Mac when you put my name right here. Come on, Monk. No. <laughs> really Boom, like. there it is. Talent found at this. Yes, I like talent found right here. Uh, <laughs> That's the screen grab right there. There we go. Bow. I like it. I like it. We got it. Oh, this is great. We need. I need a screen grab of that. Uh, like, be like, screen grab. Screen here grab we go. of my shit. Bow. <laughs> then you put my shit. Bow. The bow. And bow, it's bow, like, bow, I feel bow, like we just bow. need that when we walk around. We're like, we're on time. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> there it is. But I, I do feel that like, it, it's because there's so many people. I was just listening to this actually on a podcast today. Where there Your are own? so many people. Oh yeah, I just listen to myself. <laughs> I just pump out. I'm like, you know what? I need to listen to when I'm driving me. around <laughs> myself. Me. Oh, I hate listening to myself me. even when I get clips. <laughs> I'll be like, meanwhile, Mike, Mike, the real Mike Jones here. He's gonna watch this a few times. Be like, remember when I did this me. on the Catalina yeah. I was rubbing. Oh, Rizza. <laughs> oh, baby, I like it raw. But yeah, I'll be. But that's the thing. You, you go to these places like I'm like, like when Dane Cook was doing um, what was doing uh, uh, what is that uh, what's that huge uh, Madison Square Garden? <clears throat> that that's that big place in New York. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm been two years sober, but I swear to God, the weed is still in me. <laughs> it, it, it kicks. <laughs> it still kicks in every once in a while. You that's know. That's all right. But. He would walk and he would walk the stage when no one's there. Just so he just like, he'll just prowl around and just like, you know, you, you go to clubs, you go to you go to stage and you just be like, all right, this is what it's going to be. Like people, I mean, baseball players, they practice in the stadium when no one's there. I was just you, about to say you that. Get yeah. in, you get in that zone, you grab the dirt, you know what I'm saying? Jordan's playing on the ball, you know what I'm saying? He's on the court and you're yeah. just like, no one's here. You just, all right. So when it, it happens, when people show up, it's nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, and that was the thing when I was talking to a lot of people that was doing the competition, 
because if you're not really performing, you're not really getting these sets in, these shows are really going to fuck with your mind. They're going to really mess with your nerves. So if you can't really handle just can't doing comedy and then the word competition ahead of it makes you feel away, what's going to happen when you film your special? You know, and yeah. I was like, yo, you, you just need to be working. You know, I'm not, I'm not trying to be like, yo, you need to be working harder. But I'm just like, you know, if if you're constantly, you know, you just got to get the more the more the more times at bat, the more chances or the pitch. I don't know the phrase. The right. more pitches. What is it? I don't know. Anyway. So anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, I get what work, you mean. Work, damn though. it. You got to work. You, gotta, you can't go to the gym one time and be like, I got abs, though. You got to work them shit. Well, and that's the issue. Oh, that. Oh, so the podcast I was listening, it was the same thing as like, you have to get those reps in yeah. because people people who have really made it in life, people are like, you know, and I feel like looking people like you or people I have on the podcast, like they've done so much mm -hmm. by putting the work into it. Facts. I feel like people, yeah. especially with comedy right. um, and, and, you know, in performance and entertainment in general, I feel like sometimes people will come out and be like, oh, I can definitely do this and it'll take me five seconds to get where Michael Not Anthony even. is. And then if you had listened to this whole episode, which I know you did, we heard his whole story about <laughs> how he grew up here, yeah. went to LA for, you know, 10 years, you came back. And here's the thing, what I really respect about you mm -hmm. is you came back and you didn't stop. Like you were Can't. still like, I'm doing my craft. I'm doing this. Yeah. I don't care where it is, how it is. Like, right. I was like, that's what I respect. Even you were hosting the competition. Right. And that night was not comedically rough for you. It was just the audience, you know, competition. Mm -hmm. What I really respected about you, you just kept going through that hosting set. You were like, oh, all right, yeah. next one. And yeah, you yeah. know what? That doesn't work. We're going to do another one now. Right. Like, I mean, he's you, the next you person you didn't, didn't like. And then after it was stopped, I was like, all right, now I get to talk to y'all for 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm going to let my hair down. I'm going to let y'all know y'all niggas wouldn't shit. And then that's when everybody started like, oh, this is funny. I'm like, well, yeah, now I get to talk to you for 20 minutes. Yeah. I get to be like, waka, waka, waka. Okay, here comes Molly. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And then waka, <laughs> waka, waka. Here's the next person. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't doing that much time up front, you know? Yeah. But mm -hmm. yeah, that's the thing. And like, you know, you got to really put the work in. And it's crazy because like to see people pop right in front of your eyes, like, like a good friend of mine, Theo Vaughn, and like I've known him for the whole time I've been in L.A. That last 10, I've known him for 11 years, right? Mm -hmm. So, and he's always put me on show. He's like Russell. He was like, anytime that he had a show, he would always put me on his shows. And then, like, all right, I'm in position to try to get you on TV because I've gotten Adam, I've gotten a couple of people, a couple of close friends on TMZ and helped them get a little bit of publicity. And I would always interview Theo and they wouldn't fuck with, like, using Theo's shit. And I was like, Theo's, he's good, he's funny, he's great. He's and then, after he did like Rogan a few times and then like now he's like huge. I didn't know how huge he has gotten because I, he's still the same normal person to me. Right. You know what I'm saying? He's still just normal Theo. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I knew Theo before he did the hair, before he really, like I know Theo, it's kind of like, I, I, I got a picture I show him, I show it to you off of camera, but it's a picture of me, Theo and Drew Carey when I worked at the improv and Theo's dressed different. I, I wow. talked to Theo, I was like, when I met you, it reminded me when Richard Pryor was trying to be Bill Cosby. And now you're Richard Pryor being Richard Pryor. You know what I'm saying? Because yes. when Richard had his hair, you know, he had his yeah. black, black, mm -hmm. black hair, he had his suit, you know what I'm saying? And then 
and then he became who he was, who he was supposed to be. And I was like, yeah. yo, you found yourself. And that I'm really proud and happy. Shout out to Theo Vaughn. He's coming in September 17th at the pageant. Two shows sold out. Your boy might be on. I was about to say, <laughs> is this going to be my chance to see? I mean, obviously Theo Vaughn, but also yeah. Michael Anthony at the pageant. <laughs> like, I was like, no, get to the headline. I'll be back at the pageant again. Empire Strikes Back, bitch. I'm going to put another rap group out. <laughs> oh my god i would see and that is one thing i actually really enjoy rap concerts so if you do have a rap group that puts something out hey please let me know i'll let you know <laughs> hey krt nice of toronto i'm sure the website somebody's still buying these cds on cd baby so i don't know oh my it, god it's crazy um, I just love it. I just, freak nasty. <laughs> I, was say, I was like, what is that single? Freak nasty. Freak gotta nasty. look it up. Freak nasty. Gotta look it up. Freak nasty. <laughs> freak nasty at the pageant. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just doing jokes at the pageant. Oh my gosh, I love it. I love it. Um, well, I, but he kept on working. Is pretty much what I'm saying. Like, yeah. You know, and he's he's forever staying hungry. And whereas in like where at a level where I'm at, where I'm like, I'm not done. I have to work with someone. Look at me, like, man, I wish I got to that spot. I'm like, someone looking at Molly like, damn, she got her podcast. She's doing it. I want to get to where she at, where you're like, this is nothing. But some that's huge to somebody else. Where you mm -hmm. look at somebody else like, oh, I want to be at that level. That's why you keep on, bam. Then you keep on moving to the next level because, you know, granted, yeah, we all want to get to certain things. But you can't just rest on your laurels. Just once you're like, oh, man, all I really, really want is this one thing. Okay, now you got money. Now what? What's what's gonna what's going what's the next hustle? You know what I'm saying? I've seen people that got the Netflix special and they were still upset. I know I met plenty of rich, well wealthy people and fucking miserable as fuck. So you have to make sure your spirit is together. You know, spirit out. I mean, you don't have to be. You can pray. I pray. I do meditation and I do all those things. Yeah. And you got to make sure your soul is right because when these things happen for you and you're still upset, you're just a miserable fuck that people know about. You know what I'm saying? So. You gotta be able to just be happy mm -hmm. and just and, and be grateful for whatever situation that you get. You know, granted, yeah, we don't book everything, we don't get everything we want, but we gotta be happy with what the things you have. You know what I'm saying? That's why I've always been grateful that, you know, I don't have all the things I want, but I have all the things I need. Yeah. And I have the hustle in me to get the things I want. So. I was about to say, I was like, again, one of the main reasons I like you can just tell, I mean, obviously in this interview, but even just like interacting with you off camera. Um, I feel like your spirit is in such a good place. And I, you definitely are somebody, yes, you have the talent and the drive and the hustle, but you definitely support all of those facets. Mm -hmm. So I'm just really excited to see you at the pageant with the, <laughs> but I, uh, at Theo, at Theo, <laughs> we got one person going to watch me. You know what I'm saying? I, uh, the rest the shows are already fucking sold out. They're already <laughs> sold out. He's not coming till September. I'm like, Jesus good Christ, for him, bro. man. That's awesome. I think he had to add another show just because the first one sold out. So, oh my God. Yeah. I'm like, bro. Okay. I don't know. Maybe, I, maybe I can get to the, uh, the, the show that he had to add on. So we'll see if, yeah. unless it's all sold out. Unless too. it's already <laughs> sold out, man. I'm just like, I'm just so, you know, I'm just, just seeing good guys win. And he's definitely one of those. That's what I was about to say. I feel like you're a good person and it almost, obviously like I get it. Like sometimes you have to have confidence and things like that. And you can't luck always be too. luck too. Of luck course. too is always, a you gotta have the luck. talent. Mm -hmm. So when that phone call happens, you can go up and do the job, but I mean, you've probably heard the uh, the term when you go in for auditions, you don't book the job, you book the room. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You book the room. Whereas in oh boy, uh, Ceiling, oh boy, uh, he played Scarecrow in the Batman. He, he tried out to be Batman. He oh. auditioned to play Batman. 
Mm -hmm. And they actually had him be Scarecrow. Okay. Whereas in like, you're not going to be Batman, but you're still going to be in this movie. Whereas in, you know, somebody be like, oh, I didn't get this role. It's okay, but you're still, we got you. We got you next, you know, Christopher Nolan. He'll put you in something else. You're like, you're not going to be Batman right now, mm -hmm. but you're definitely going to be in the next role. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, you know, even if you don't get the thing that you really, really wanted, you just go in there with the, the drive, you're going to get something else. And maybe, you know, and spiritually, maybe that job wasn't for you. You was there to meet that person that's going to be later on down the road that's going to get you to somewhere else. That is my motto for everything. Like, Word. sometimes people are like, wow, like, especially with auditions, because mm -hmm. I did the same thing, too. And then eventually I had to get a day job so I could do comedy at night and everything. Got to have um, a survival job. You know, you got, you know. Unless you're selling pussy or rocks. You what know? else? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've debated on OnlyFans. I'll be honest on that one. But I, uh, why bring this up? What were we talking about? We were talking about auditions. <laughs> I like, I was thinking, I was like, oh, I have been debating on this. Like, she was like, someone put me on the rocks. What was my only, no, you talk about auditions. My no, I just, I say that people would always be like, Molly, like, isn't it a lot to go to like an audition, just to audition? Like I would go to auditions that would be two hours away to audition for five minutes. Yeah. And it's the craziest, like, but at the same time, then even if I didn't book that audition, I'd be like, oh, well, I'm actually going to do this person's like little movie or I'm going to do like this. Yeah. And it's all about the people you meet on the come up, honestly, Facts. you know, Facts. like, I feel like a lot of times, like, sure, you look at people and you're like, oh my God, look how accomplished they are. And trust me, I listen to a ton of comedy podcasts daily at my soul sucking desk job. But why I say <laughs> that is that. It's, and uh, she's cashing a nice check that she's paying she, I am. to buy a house. I have that house Humble insurance. Humble brag. Bow, follow. Buying a house. Um, but Oop yeah, I bring that up just because then, like, you know, if you don't put yourself out there, then I wouldn't meet somebody with a great spirit and as humble as you. And that's, again, a good plus for you. The good guys are winning because you're so humble. You are a really relatively nice person. My dad loves you. Like, I mean, like, <laughs> it's like, I... Uh, that was the best. I feel like my came, family you bonded with people. you yeah. without even meaning to on the helium. Yeah, it was it was it was, just, it was meant to be. And Bridget, be. shout out to Bridget. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Bridget. And it was <laughs> definitely definitely got some good. Like I text you, I was like, you just really have a good circle of friends and good people around you. So, you but know, that's, that's how I feel about you. That's what you really need. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. and don't get into work in this industry and thinking that everything's gonna go your way. And plus, you gonna get you gotta get used to the word fucking no. You don't have to get re rejection, you know what I'm saying? And if you the type of person like me, I get crazy if I don't get a respond back in the text message. But that's why I pray and I meditate. Yeah, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, oh I my get, god! Oh, right. <laughs> but then again, I'm, I'm to the point of like, all right, well, maybe that wasn't meant to be this or this. You don't know what's going on through this person's mind, you know. And this is the first time they ever seen me. Let's just do a let's just do a good time, you know what I'm saying? I just met Monk. I just met fucking Jason. I kind of think I remember Chris before, but the next mm. time I see them, they're like, oh, that's that's my we're good people, and I'm like. About me getting a podcast, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, so no, what I gotta do to get, a, to get my own podcast? You know what I'm saying? So yeah. they're like, "Oh, okay, he's good. Let's have him come back again, or whatever the case." Or I've seen him like, "Oh, he's gonna let me over in traffic." You know what I'm saying? Just, oh yeah. So, he also won't cut me off. It'll right. Be great. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, and just you know, just adding more people to your 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 resume and adding more people to your your mental rolodex and having good people on you because you never know who's gonna be in the position next next whatever you know i remember working at the improv a guy that was uh one of the managers they end up being one of the bookers for the improv he ended up being one of the main bookers and then now he's booking the uh another really large club now whereas in 
he was just a regular manager that no one really gave a fuck about. And then he kept, he remembered that. And like Dave Spell, like most people say, just be a, just don't be an asshole. Yeah, just don't be a dick. Just be a, yeah. just be a nice person. Mm-hmm. Just be okay. Just be cool. You don't have to be extra yeah. cool. You know, like, you know, what's going on? You know, you ain't gotta be all extra with it. Just be, just be cool. Yeah. And you know, people will remember that. You know what I'm saying? I think it goes out of the way. If you're going out of your way to be a dick, people going to definitely remember that. Yeah. And especially if you're in entertainment, you don't know who's going to be working what. Mm-hmm. They're going to see you on the headshot. They could be working the, the session and be like, oh, don't call that person in. Yeah. And they'll make up some shit. <laughs> you know what I'm I've seen people make up some shit and getting people banned and kicked out of uh, auditions and no longer booking clubs and no longer doing. I've seen people just like, yeah. And they, they're their own demise. They sabotage their own career by being on some fuckboy shit. So oh, yeah. Oh, I Don't agree. be on no fuckboy shit. Oh, yeah. I always say stay in your lane. Just like I feel like when you start getting messy and messing with other, it takes away from your craft and what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, fuck that. No, I got I got other shit that I got to worry about. I got to worry about me. I got to worry about my set. I got to go show up in that club when no one else is there so that way I can be ready for this. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of showing up, thank you for coming out. Hey, hey. I appreciate you. Thank you for letting me be a service. Oh, yeah, of course. Mike showed up. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit before we head out of here what you've got coming up on the on the docket? I got coming up on the docket uh, tomorrow. I'm at uh, I'm at Max Price's show. What is that? The Alpha, oh, the Alpha Brewing Company. Alpha yes. Brewing Company. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Is that right there on Manchester? So I on Morgan Ford, and then if you um, right off of oh gosh. It's in Tower Grove area, Morgan okay. Ford, and I forget the name of the street that it's on. I just did a show there, so that's why I was like, "Oh, oh you did yeah. that? Okay, so yeah, yeah I, mm-hmm. I'm going, I'm going there. I'm doing that show, and um, at the end of uh, two dates in August, I'm not 100 percent sure if they might get pushed back because of the whole mask mandate. The director of the the sketches that we're doing with Rafe and them, he said that we're not going to be performing with masks. So okay, if if that mask mandate is still in full effect. We're gonna push those dates back. Sure. But we'll be performing. I'll be performing at uh, the Improv Club. Is it Improv Shop? Improv Shop. The mm-hmm. Improv Shop. Sorry, the Improv Shop in uh, in August and um, tomorrow I'm with uh, Max at the Alpha Bru- Alpha Brewing Alpha Brewing Company. Mm-hmm. She's my publicist. It's right. I'm down <laughs> for it. I can do it. I'm very. I'm a very good hype girl. That's why I run St. Louis Independent Comedy St. Louis Comedy you see all the websites and shows updates. That's me. But yeah, Alpha. Yeah, Marie you can check out good. my website. Uh, www. I don't know why I said www. MichaelAnthony.com. MichaelAnthony.com. Nah. Dot Y C H A E L. Is that we both had water during this podcast, and we've definitely had things. We're like, what did we just say? What were we just talking about? But yeah, Alpha Brewing Company. I just did a show there with uh, Chicago Strong Style Comedy. I'm gonna. I probably messed up that name too. Uh, but it was a great room. They're great people. Okay. So Dope. I was like, best of luck with that. It's already sold out. I'm yeah. happy. That shit was already sold out. It's fun. I can't yeah. wait. I'm gonna do that tomorrow. And then I got a couple more shows. And um, what are you doing Sunday? So. I don't know. What am I doing Sunday? I might be getting lunch with uh, Bobby J. Cox and a couple other comics. You should definitely come. Okay. Have you ate at Felix's? Oh, yeah. Pizza. It's like I, a... I never ate there. So there's mm-hmm. a gang of new restaurants here in St. Louis that I'm just not hip to. Felix's so like, was I'm... like the hot place to go, um, when, especially when I was in theater because they had karaoke night. So Jesus all the theater Christ. people were like, we're going to sing everything. And I... 
I will say I was never. Oh, so call back to this. All right. Everybody was like singing Once you thought song, we were done. Once we thought we were done. And uh, just back. to be ironic, because I didn't want to be that obnoxious theater person, I sang Fergalicious. So Shut <laughs> up. But I spelled it. I was like, the M to the O L. Okay, of course. Of course. You got to spell Molly. Is what? What's your... Do you have a go-to? So, a go-to? Song for It's karaoke. probably just Spice Girls Wannabe, but then I've got a really? few other ones. Oh, yeah. Because okay. I'm like, I just like to rap. I would rather... I like I'd rather do the rap. I'd rather do... But um, the second one, Survivor, Reggie. Okay. Yeah, he... That's how we met. He was singing Survivor. And the other girls he was with on stage didn't know the words. And I just happened to be getting some water. And you were like, the, oh, And I'm singing oh, it out. Oh. And he goes, you. And I was like, me? <laughs> The one that's singing and doing choreography. <laughs> She's doing, oh, oh. I'm like, with my water, I'm like, I'm not going to diss you on the internet. Right. Because like, <laughs> I'm a survivor. It right. was just the whole thing. I was like, oh, hilarious, my God. So I like have my water. But yeah, what's your go-to? What's your karaoke go-to? Uh, I do a couple of them. Like if I got somebody that wants to do one and they're not sure, I'll say, all right, let's do a duet. Um, I'm Nate Dog. You warned you. We're going to do regulators. Ooh. But if I'm, uh, you know, I'm course any old school 90s rap especially people that's gonna bring it no oh real quick before i leave so (laughs) karaoke in la is a thing okay like people show up for karaoke some people are actually doing their own songs they're like can you play this song and then they bring their so wow on friday (laughs) this place in burbank los amigos plug uh okay Los, uh, (laughs) los amigos nice nachos too um, now I want some nachos. They uh, and there some was it was a Friday night, <laughs> and we're we're I'm, I, I did gin and juice. Of course, everybody like gin and juice. Of course, I would do friend favorite. There we go. favorite. And Mike Anthony's fan favorite gin and juice. Fr- I love a it. friend of mine was uh, my barber came. He was like, "All right, I'm gonna do one." And oh he's my god, do, your barber show! <laughs> my barber showed up, <laughs> and he wanted to do. And he did he did Yin Yang Twins get low, and then <laughs> and, and this is how you realize some people only know the hook. All he wanted to do, he thought that song was just ski, ski, ski. He thought it was just ski, ski. That song's five minutes long, and it's just not ski, ski, ski. He was like, oh, there's a lot more work. So, anyway, later on, everyone's done doing this show. There's a regular brother that shows up, tall Asian guy, in a suit. Song comes on. It's Montel Jordan. This is how we, we do. do it. He pulls a microphone, wireless microphone, out of his pocket. This is how we do it. It's party night. The party's here on the west. And he's walking around like he's at the yes, VMAs. He he's walking around. So I reach to my party and I forward. He's doing choreography <laughs> and he's killing it. Killing it. Killing it. <laughs> Another gay dude comes up behind him and he does like five songs from The Little Mermaid. I did not know any song. He does The Little Mermaid. Murders Little Mermaid. I'm like, these people. I want to be part of his world right now. <laughs> now, he's a theater kid. This. He was definitely a theater kid. I would be, I, literally, why am I not in LA? Literally, this is exactly Just for karaoke. Just for karaoke. I would be there. I would come out. There was like, I would, oh my God. I'd yeah. be like, and I'd be dancing along, but I probably wouldn't, I don't know if I would participate, but. I definitely to. would be like one of those people where I'm like, get it. Do it's just like when you go to drag shows and there was this girl doing. Oh, I know stuff. about going to drag shows. Uh, <laughs> I went and I, she was Celine Dion, and she like, I was like, oh my god, and I like got brought up on stage. I was like, I'll always participate. I will be. Part just of say this. yes. Anytime, 
Go I with know. it. Go yeah. with it. Go with it. Have the story. Now you got something to write about on stage. Right. I'm like, Enjoy and welcome to this industry. <laughs> Just go with it. Say yes, and you'll have something to write about on Absolutely. stage. Absolutely. Totally. If you learned anything today, you learned that also next segment, you're going to have to do gin and juice. All right. Be great. I mean, yeah. or we can just do, you know, you know, it was a clear black moon, a clear white moon singing. Just hit the east side on the LBC on a mission trying to find Mr. Warren G. And I'm like, just over here. That's exactly what would have happened. And then you gotta go, what you really, really want? What you really, really want? I wanna, I wanna, I it's wanna. Like a girl talk remix. We're like, here's all of this stuff. It's a mashup. I love it. It's a mashup. All right. Well, speaking of that. We've got a mash. Uh, we got a mash out of here. We got a five out of here. Just remember to uh, reply and respond to the casually. You can reply and respond. <laughs> you can subscribe. You can whatever. You can watch it with your eyes. You can listen with your ears. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, The Casually Molly Podcast. Um, and the last thing I'll ask is, what are you going to casually do now, now that our episode is over? I'm going to casually get out of this chair because <laughs> my ass is so. <laughs> Deuces.